Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. This week on our year-end recap series, we're diving into your email marketing review. Whether you've been monitoring your email on a regular basis or you set up your automations two years ago and haven't looked at them since, this episode is for you. First, we're going to walk through some high-level numbers so you can get a quick sense of how your program is performing, and then we'll dive into some of the nitty-gritty so you know where to focus on improving these results. I've got some additional episodes to support you along the way as well, so make sure you check the show notes for those when you're ready to dive in and do the work. I promise it will make your life a lot easier. So let's start with your overall numbers. And the first thing I want you to look at is what percentage of your total revenue comes from your email marketing. The average for a typical e-commerce store is anywhere from 20 to 30%. Some stores that really focus on email marketing as a main marketing strategy have bigger lists and more built-in repeat business based on the product they sell can see that get up to 40 or even 45%. Once you start getting significantly higher than that 40 to 50% range, that may mean you need more new customers, but it will also depend where in email that revenue is coming from. So if you are trending on the higher side, but you see that a large portion of that is from your welcome series, well, that's actually a good thing because it means your new subscribers are converting into customers and that's what you want. If, however, you're finding that most of it is coming from your campaigns to existing customers, then you probably want to revisit your acquisition strategy. While having strong retention is super important in how you maintain and grow your profitability, you don't want to stop focusing on attracting new customers or you may just end up bleeding your existing people dry. It's definitely a delicate balance and I talk more about that in episode 10 of the podcast. In addition to your total revenue coming from email, I'd like you to look at what percentage of that is coming from automation specifically. Anywhere from 10 to 20% is a healthy number here. It's going to depend a bit on your business, how many new people you're bringing in, how many people you're getting back to your site to trigger those automations. What I will say though, is if your automations are bringing in more than your campaigns, you probably need to send more campaigns. As an example, let's say you're bringing in 30% of total revenue from email. 10% of your revenue is coming from automation and 20% from campaigns. That's pretty healthy all the way around. That doesn't mean there isn't room for improvement. There always is, but there's nothing alarming here. On the other hand, let's say you're still bringing in that same 30% of revenue from email, but 
10% of your revenue is from campaigns and 20% from automation. That tells me you need to send more campaigns. Once you've got a handle on these higher level numbers, it's time to start digging in deeper and we're going to look at your campaigns first. Now, if you're being consistent with your campaigns and sending a lot of emails, you're not necessarily going to want to go in and look at them all individually. That will take you forever. What I recommend you do is look for patterns. When do you see spikes in success, whether it's open rate, click rate, or overall revenue? Of course, you're always going to see spikes when you have sales and during specific times of the year. You can make note of them, but I would also kind of ignore them because they're not necessarily a true representation of a great email strategy. What I really want you to look for are those emails that performed really well when it was somewhat unexpected. Once you find those outliers, take notes on things like the day of the week and the time of day it was sent. What type of content was inside? Were there featured products in there? Did they buy what you actually featured? Or was it a blog post that drove a lot of traffic and then ultimately sales? What was the subject line and preview text? What call to action did you use? Just record them all on a spreadsheet and start looking for those patterns. For example, In my previous day job, one of the best performing emails from a revenue perspective, not including anything that included a discount, was a simple blog post speaking to the number one problem our customers were trying to solve. The email itself just had a blurb to entice them to click to read more, and that blog post had a handful of featured items in it. If memory serves, there weren't even products listed in the email itself. The other type of email that always did well was when I had a really strong subject line or internal headline that spoke directly to the problem they were trying to solve, and then a handful of featured products to solve said problem. Sometimes it wasn't even products that I curated myself, but I would just use Klaviyo's internal product recommendations engine, and that did the trick. Those would be unique to each customer based on the data Klaviyo had about them. I also always saw that Sunday evening emails outperformed any other day of the week or time of day. The only time that didn't ring true, Super Bowl Sunday and the series finale of Game of Thrones. Ultimately, your goal here is to pull out a handful of findings that you can start testing against in the new year. But this is your baseline. Now, we're not going to talk too much about testing today. I go deeper into that on episode 167. But I do want to mention this one caveat. When you're consistently sending campaign emails to your list and you're following a general schedule, for example, I used to pretty much always send Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 6 p.m. That was my minimum three emails per week. You will start to train your audience. I had done a good amount of testing on this and even used a tool Klaviyo has to find your best sending time, but it confirmed what I already knew. Was that because the manual testing I had done before was correct? Or was it because I had already trained my audience to expect an email from me at that time? There's really no way for me to know. But what I did know was that Sunday evenings, my customer was most likely sitting at home on the couch watching Netflix and scrolling their phones. So it seemed like a good time for them to whip out their wallet and make a purchase. And the data always backed me up. 
My point is, as much as I love data and am on a mission to get more e-commerce business owners to dig deeper into theirs, you need to balance that with knowing your customer and everything else you need to do in your business. Please do not hide behind your data analysis as a way to procrastinate sending the actual emails. A lot of us, myself included, do this with our web design too. We tinker with all the things thinking that some minute change is going to bring a windfall of additional results. And it can when we already have a lot of traffic, subscribers, revenue, etc. If you're doing multiple seven figures a year, yes, tiny improvements can bring big results. But if you're still struggling to stay consistent with your email, getting people on your list, or you don't have all your automation set up, testing should not be your focus. Okay. Now, once you start recognizing some patterns in your campaign results, now we got to head over into your automations. While I love email automation because you get to set it up once and have it run for you on autopilot, I like to say they're set it and forget it-ish because you still need to check in on them every once in a while. And if you haven't done it lately, the end of the year is a really great time to do that. The first step is to make sure you have at least the MVP version of your must-have email automations. Your welcome, browse abandonment, checkout abandonment, post-purchase, win back, and never purchased. You can learn more about those on episode 143, and there is a freebie walkthrough in the resource library as well. If you don't have them all set up, that is your first order of business. Next, you'll want to dive into each of them individually to see how they're performing. If you use Klaviyo, you can look at the benchmarks they provide. Otherwise, check out episode 19 of the podcast where I break them down by flow and industry. While you can go down quite the rabbit hole looking at your data here, I recommend start by looking for outliers just like we did with the campaigns. What emails are performing really well? Which ones aren't converting? Is there a flow that just isn't cutting it? For example, if you find that your checkout abandonment flow isn't hitting those benchmarks, that's the first thing I would focus on. You work so hard to get people to your site and checking out your products. Let's make sure you're not losing them because of a not so great abandonment flow. You might also find that a specific email in a flow isn't really getting a lot of engagement. The engagement might pick back up afterwards, or it may drive people away entirely. Either way, you'll want to reevaluate that and potentially just remove that email. When it comes to what to fix, that's going to depend on what the numbers tell you. Each metric is referring to something different. The open rate, that's mostly the subject line. The click rate, it's the content in your email. I break this all down in episode 167, so definitely go take a listen to that. But there are a few questions you can ask yourself and things to look at. This is what I see come up most often when I work one-on-one with clients. One, are you overcoming common objections your customers have about buying from you in your emails? Do your abandonment emails have screenshots of reviews? Is your welcome series focused on your bestseller? Is your win-back series timed with the average days between purchases? And when was the last time you updated this content or those delays? Which leads me into some non-data-specific things. So when you're thinking about your automations, I also want you to ask yourself, have you updated your branding recently? 
Has your product assortment changed? Is the tone of voice in your email still on brand for you? Did you change anything on your site that could affect the content in your emails? Or have you changed the way you message your products? I worked with a client years ago setting up her email automations. A couple years later, she went through a big website redesign that changed the way her products were set up and it broke all of the dynamic content I had created in her automation. So we had to go in and refresh them. I had another client who went through a big rebrand and her main messaging and the journey she was taking her customers on completely changed. So her email automation had to change with it. If you're a Klaviyo user, I'd also check to see if you're taking full advantage of the new email builder, which gave you universal blocks. And are you taking advantage of their dynamic content feature? Both of these allow you to create kick-ass personalized experiences for your customers. And if you're not fully utilizing them, you might be missing out. If you're a Klaviyo user and didn't understand anything I just said, that's okay. They're a little bit more advanced, but check out my Klaviyo Badassery course because I teach you how to use them. This is getting a revamp in the new year and the price is going up. So now's a really good time to snag it. Lounge members, you already have access to this and you'll automatically get the updates when they're released. So you don't need to purchase it separately. So once you dig in on all of this and you get a handle on what can use improvement, now it's time to prioritize. When it comes to your automations, I recommend you focus on the bottom of funnel flows first. Checkout abandonment, browse abandonment, even your win back. These are people that have already shown interest in shopping intent. Let's make sure we're getting them to convert. For your campaign strategy, the first step is to get consistent and probably send more emails. I recommend you increase your frequency one email per week for four to six weeks, monitor the results, and as long as your engagement holds steady, you can increase one more per week for another four to six weeks. You can even do it for a little bit longer. Maybe you go six to 12 weeks just so you can get a better read. You'll know if it's too many emails because you'll see your engagement tank. And when you're looking at these numbers, the engagement matters, but the revenue matters too. So I want you to look at it as a whole. While you may see your opening click rate go down, if you're still getting more revenue, that's okay. Stick to that higher frequency. If you struggle with staying consistent or knowing what to say in your emails, check out Content Badassery. It's a brand new product with 100 plus content prompts, 140 plus subject lines, and 200 plus seasonal phrases and ideas to keep your content fresh and timely. Plus, I show you how to take one piece of long form content like a blog post and turn it into 41 pieces of individual content for social media. I also show you how to identify blog post ideas for SEO and even give you the tools you need to generate your own content ideas so you never have to buy another set of content prompts again. Short story, you're going to love this if you struggle with coming up with content. Promise. All right, there's one more metric I want to talk to you about before we go. Well, technically two, but there's one I want you to focus on because I think it's more telling than the other. If you're a Klaviyo user, you may have seen a metric on your dashboard called revenue per recipient. And depending on the size of your list and the number of emails you send, it's possible that number is less than a dollar. While looking at that metric and trying to improve it isn't necessarily bad, it can throw you off because that metric isn't just based on the number of people that receive your email. 
It's the number of emails you sent multiplied by the number of people that receive it. So if you sent me three emails, that counted as three recipients. So if you start increasing your email sends, even if you start making more money from that increase, your revenue per recipient might decrease, making you think you're doing something wrong. Instead, I want you to calculate revenue per subscriber. How much revenue are you making divided by the number of unique people on your list? While there's no benchmark for this, at least not that I've ever seen, just aim to be better than you were yesterday. Like your website conversion rate though, as your list grows, it's possible this number is gonna go down a bit. That's okay. It's really just to give you an idea of what an email subscriber is worth to you. And in many cases, they're probably worth more than you think. All right, so let's do a quick recap of your next steps and the additional resources I have for you. First, you wanna look at how much revenue you're generating from email as a whole, and then break it down campaigns versus automation. Next, you're gonna dig through the campaigns you've sent and look for patterns of what works best with your audience. Then you'll move on to your automations. You're gonna look for outliers, what flows need a little TLC, what emails aren't converting, what updates do you need to make to the content. To dig deeper into the optimization process, you'll wanna check out episode 19 for e-commerce benchmarks, that includes email ones, episode 10 for how to balance your acquisition and retention efforts, episode 143 for your must-have email automations, and episode 167 for how to increase your email performance. If you need help with Klaviyo specifically from a tech perspective and really utilizing the platform, snag Klaviyo Badassery before the price goes up next year. Like I said, it's getting a big revamp, but it has everything you need. You can take advantage of it right now. And lastly, if you struggle with staying consistent and knowing what to say in email, get your hands on Content Badassery. It's full of content prompts, subject lines, and other training to help you make the most of your overall content strategy. I'm so excited to finally release this into the world, and I think you're going to love it. Of course, I'll stick all these links in the show notes for you, or you can head to ecommercebadassery.com forward slash 259 to access them. If you missed last week's episode where we talk about the metrics that matter, make sure you go back and listen to that one and stick with me over the next few weeks as we continue on with this yearly review series. One last shameless ask before we go. Since it's the holidays and all, if you enjoy the podcast, If it's helped you at all in your business and you're feeling generous, all I want for Christmas is some positive podcast reviews. If you could take a moment to leave a review on Apple or Spotify, I'd be forever grateful. Thank you so much in advance. And that, my friends, is a wrap. I hope you're having a kick-ass holiday season and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.